The following episode of Fuller Brown is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. We have a special guest. We have a special guest, Leah, here with us today. She's going to be discussing with us this juicy topic. And my co hosts are pissed at me because I didn't finish reading the book. Neither did Leah. Yeah, because Leah didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody knows that reading is not for everybody. So shut up. So, Even though he bought the book at Barnes and Noble, I did buy the book. <laughs> and I had Audible. Both of them had Audible. But the guy's voice, I'm telling you, the guy's voice was really soothing to me. I'm I like, could have came down here and read it to you. I'm here excuses. I need results for bedtime. <laughs> bedtime stories with Kenya. You would not have read it to me. I couldn't read it before bed. I would have getting pissed. I would not sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, we that read part of the book. <laughs> I'd be fighting my demons. <laughs> I, I did get pretty angry at some stuff that I read. So basically, uh, if you're listening, the book is written by anonymous people that have admitted to cheating. Wrong. So it's written by a man. <laughs> it is. But he interviewed 70 anonymous he, people. Uh, he's a middle-aged man. He is. He's married and has kids. He decided to be anonymous because of the people that he interviewed were some of his friends, some of his family, and then like people that knew friends of him. So he wanted to remain anonymous so he couldn't be like, you know, found out later. Or, like, questioned about the people that he um, interviewed. I'm trying to figure out when this book was written. It's pretty new because it just it literally just came out. Oh, yeah. It was published 2022. Oh, wow. This year? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's new. I think that was last year, Tony. You have me thinking. I was like, <laughs> me too. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> our, our guest is spicy. Maybe you are. And the guest co-host. It's okay. Yeah, they can be mad at me for not reading. It's okay. So the book is called Cheating Land. Cheating Land, yes. And they, this guy interviewed, what was it, 65 people? 65, I think. And it was 40 men, and the rest were women, right? Mm-hmm. And he went in. He did. He Kenya, what's your overview of the book? Not Without giving anything away, because we're going to get into it in a minute, but what's your overview? Honestly, it just kind of made me feel like shit. <laughs> It made, made you like feel shit. like shit? Yeah, it made me feel like shit. Someone as who is not like a cheater. Okay. Like it made me feel like shit because like there's literally nothing I can do. True. Um, yeah. I can see that. What about you, Mark? It made me mad because like if you've ever been in that situation, you ask questions. Like you, there's tons of questions you want to ask yourself. Yeah. And these men answered that question. They did. Every one of them. So did you take that answer to heart as the answers to your relationship? Um, no. I think everybody's different, but I just, it gave you an insight of why these people think the way they do, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I did read enough to gather that. Yes. <laughs> Can y'all rate the first two chapters, please? One through ten. Uh, first two chapters were definitely. Um, the first one was boring, I'm not going to lie. <gasps> I actually like the first chapter. The first chapter is what drew me in. Yeah. Um, I would give it like an eight. I'm sure the book is a ten. True. Chapter two was rough. I will give you all that. The chapter two, two was crazy. Sucked. I, uh, no, I actually was really into chapter one. I didn't. Too. I that one. I was like really trying to go like <coughs> fast. <laughs> Can you said it's like they're telling you that it's not your fault, but I already knew that, so I didn't need. Yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> I think chapter two was 
Do you think maybe he was talking to the yeah? Do you think he was talking to the cheating people? It's not their fault, or like no, 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 the people who got cheated on. Yeah. Well, he remained pretty unbiased throughout the book, though. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't cast judgment. I think that's what bugged me too. Well, because there was a point he was interviewing this one guy, and the guy asked him, "Do you think I'm a monster?" And he was like, "No." Right, but he said it was so that he could get more information out of him. Right. Yeah. But the rest of them, he never like cast a judgment. So I see. I mean, I can appreciate that, but. I like how he remained unbiased. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I, what? Does he ever say if he cheated? Uh, no, he does. He says he, I think at the very, very beginning, he said that he has not. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the, like all of his friends around him were like, oh, yeah, I did this or I did that. And it the was locker like, room talk. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what he said that he, he thought that it was really interesting how for them it was like a thrill that mm-hmm. he was just like, I'm just going to investigate a little more. And then he just kept finding more people. It's like a whole underground. It does feel like that. It feels like I feels it feels like we're living a lie almost because it's like we're out of the loop of some of these people that you know because they didn't hold anything back. It feels like a third dimension. Like these people are yeah. just like living a whole different world. Like the way they think and the way they act. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like the people that are like sitting next to you at work. Did it make you guys hate men? We I've been hate men. men. Yeah, like, we already. We already- more. I've been to the hate shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes you think, like, the guy that's sitting next to you in your cubicle or your boss. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like all men cheat at some point in their life. Oh, okay. So I wanted to bring this up. This is, like, random. So y'all know that, like, I was on Tinder for, like, a few months. It wasn't that long. But I remember, or I mean, y'all know that whenever I drive to work, I listen to, like, the radio show and it, like, gives you like first date scenarios and then they you know get ghosted and then never get a second date until they discuss it on the radio so i always like to ask well whenever i was on tinder i i would ask people like oh what is your thoughts or opinion on this because like i would kind of be like okay well we don't agree on this and this is a deal breaker for me or (laughs) we or something okay and i remember one guy uh i don't know i don't know what the scenario was for the second date but um i asked the guy on tinder and he was like oh yeah well all men cheat like he's like if it's not their wife then you know you can't really expect that and i was like did you fucking say that? And I was like, okay, yeah. I don't. I know. And I was like, okay, I, we don't see eye to eye on something very important. So this is like it. And we like unmatched. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, he's basically telling you right then and there. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. So you'd be dumb to continue. Yep. See, I used to think it wasn't cheating if it was over the clothes or in your mind. <clears throat> uh, no. Wait, uh, say that again? Over, your, over the clothes or in your mind. Mm. But then there's an emotional cheater, which mm-hmm. is one of the five. And I think that's one of the worst ones. That's, I was going to say. He put it on one of the lowest, but. Yeah, there you go. So, okay. So, has anybody here been cheated on? Yes. Mark? I can't say it because I've been in You don't have to say what it was. But I've never. Do you feel like you've been cheated yeah, on? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Leon, have you been cheated on? Not that I found out. No. <gasps> okay, okay nice. we're going to come back to that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and Tony, you? I've been cheated on, yeah. Now, have y'all ever cheated on anybody? No. Yep. No. I want to say yes. Tony's so, seeing his eyes roll. No, I'm surprised. Okay, you have cheated? Yes. You Have you? Revenge. Revenge cheating. That was number four, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah. I guess. Okay. Situations are just different scenario, I guess. It's a situation. Yeah, it's a situation. <laughs> was that your scenario too? Nope. <clears throat> Were you a revenge cheater? Nope. You cheated on purpose? 
Yeah. I was revenge. I'm Best way to get over somebody is get under somebody else. Mm, but you're that's right. after. <gasps> when you cheat, it's during. No. Revenge cheating? You didn't read the book. You revenge did not. cheating. No, I didn't read that part. But yeah, my that point, was early in the book. Yeah, my no. point. Yeah, it was. It's chapter three. I heard about it. And so y'all made it to chapter three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but revenge cheating to me, what it sounds like when they caught somebody else cheating. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about is when you cheat because oh. you think. For situationships, I don't, I don't know. Kind of, I guess. Yeah, I did. So does it mean we're all full of shit then? No, we can still be mad about it. <laughs> full of brown ass shit. <laughs> we're full of shit. That's what it is. If it makes me a hypocrite, it makes me a hypocrite. But this is the way I feel. I don't think you're a hypocrite. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah. Do you think you're a hypocrite? <clears throat> now that you're saying it, I kind of feel like it. No, no, no. I'm just shocked. I'm sorry. I'm shocked because the way we talk about cheaters doesn't make me think that you guys would ever cheat. We'll if see. I was in a serious relationship, I don't think I would cheat. Unless it was revenge cheating. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to say? I was going to say that I have never physically <laughs> cheated on a person. Um <laughs> Oh, physically. I didn't. Yeah. And I was going to say, I, I, you all can think I'm a hypocrite, but I don't think I am. Well, because I mean, y'all knew that I was married and that last, what, two, three months yeah. that I was with the person, it was just complete shit. Like we, there was nothing there for us. Mm. So emotionally, yes, I had started talking to somebody else. So technically, since I was in a relationship or married or whatever the fuck, like right before the divorce, uh, finalized or whatever, I, I was cheating. There was like an emotional connection with somebody else who was not my partner or not my husband, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I have cheated on somebody. And that'll take us into our next segue of yeah. the five types of cheaters. There's five types of cheaters according to the writer of this book, which, Kenya, what are the five types of cheaters according to him? Okay. So uh, the biggest group is what he said is the dead bedroomers. Yeah. Um, he said that these people are the ones that, um, you know... Like, feel like they're not, their sexual needs are not being met. So they are like seeking it somewhere else. Seeking it somewhere else. Yeah. And he said that's the biggest group. Um, and then the second group was the peacocks. He says that these people were kind of like um, needed. They like to, if I understood it correctly, they're more like the people that do it for the thrill of it. Like, yeah. they, they like to thrive by doing it. Yeah. And then so he also mentioned the trauma people or the people that had parents who had been cheaters yeah. or had been cheated on. He categorized this with the peacocks as well. Okay. Because, like, they needed to feel loved from somebody else. So, like, they were basically, like, searching for, like, something to feel. Yeah. 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 Um, and he said, the, what kind of stuck out to me with this one was that um, he said that their relationship could be great. But they're still going to go out and look for it because they need that, like, that rush. feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the third mm-hmm. one was the con- completers, which was um, these people normally have only two um, partners, which is, like, their main or whatever, and then their side. And he, they said that basically, like, their main was, like, one type of person, like, you know, super quiet, you know, always at work, whatever. And then, like, their side was, like, going out all the time, you know, a drinker yeah. or whatever. So, basically, he was getting, like to for like a whole person that the he best needs of both worlds. yes <clears throat> um and then the fourth one was like the revenge cheaters you know like they cheat for revenge but he also said that these people would like cheat beforehand just so like they had the upper hand Ooh, if they ever that needed one. that that pissed me off <laughs> if they ever needed it they called it like insurance like, yeah sure. that made me mad and yeah. then the last one was the emotional connectors which is 
Um, he was saying that when this it's is not the physical. smallest. Yeah, this this is the smallest group, and he said that most men don't consider this cheating; only the women did. Which, in my opinion, this is this should be the biggest group because um, just because men are like, oh, well, I didn't touch her, I didn't look at her, or you know, I didn't do anything with her, like that's still cheating. Like, yeah, you're getting you know like emotional happiness or like you know you're just. You're, you know, you know, like the feeling that you get whenever you're happy to see somebody or happy to be with somebody. You should not get that from somebody else other than your significant other. Yeah. So that I believe it is cheating, and I do think um, that should be the biggest one. Okay, so let's discuss one of them by sections. But one other thing I was gonna say. So he had a statistic that he said that one in four men cheat, mm-hmm. or twenty five percent of relationships have been that are currently cheating and for girls it was like one in five is that what mm-hmm. it was one in five. okay so i wanted to say that first before we started on all the separate categories so let's talk about the dead bed rumors first wait wait, wait. i do want to add one thing that this also really pissed me off and like what? hurt my feelings because it says that a man or a woman they go into the relationship knowing that if their needs are not met that they are entitled to go cheat like that they go in they go into the relationship knowing that if they are not being happy in every single which way like they are gonna go so like they already know the dead bed rumors right no everybody he said this is for everybody he said like if you're with a cheater he's gonna cheat Mm -hmm. like that's it's just a cheater going off of that do y'all think once a cheater always a cheater yes yes i do I think I do too. <laughs> now, once a, an emotional cheater, always an emotional cheater. That's what I'm saying. So. I think they could switch between the types of cheaters, mm-hmm. but I don't think it ever like fully stops. Hmm. Like you might go from a peacocker to be emotional cheater. I don't think those peacockers will ever change. Yeah, mm-hmm. peacocks were like, mm-hmm. pretty intense. Yeah, those peacockers remind me of a lot of people because yeah. they say that those are people that were like really um self-absorbed like really like i just imagine all the jocks in high school like that took me back to all these Mm -hmm. guys now that they flashed about it you know yeah i have like two two in the side and i thought it was cool they're like if you don't have two girlfriends you're not cool and i was like oh you know but then then it goes into our culture because you know in our culture Mm-hmm. Men like to be possessive of women, mm-hmm. and they always feel like you know it's property to them. Do you think in the Latino culture it's big, like cheating? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And uh, like, like my uncles have been married for several years, and they talk openly about cheating on their wives. Mm. We'll be at family parties, and they're like talking about it. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- there's literally nothing the wives can do because most of my aunts are stay-at-home moms that have been stay-at-home moms since they came to the to the United States yeah. and they have like nothing for going for them. That just blows my mind how people are so open, like mm-hmm. nonchalant about all of this. Now, I'm not going to say that all Mexican men are like that, right. but the majority, at, at least the older generations for sure. It's like, a big thing in Latino culture. Yeah. What the hell? How about in your culture? How's that in your culture? I mean, I'm, I know white people cheat, but my family, they don't, I mean, I'm sure they have, but they just never talk about it. Like it's very taboo. Oh, no, you see all our telenovelas and like our mm-hmm. Rosa de Guadalupe is like everybody's cheating. And it kind of makes it seem like you're watching these shows as a kid and it kind of makes you think like it's normal. So I feel like they're kind of yeah. putting into our kids like, you know, eh, if you do it, it's fine. Not, like There's no big consequences for it. Do you all think that statistic is true for the Latino culture, the women, the one in five women? I feel like 
if Mexican women cheat, like the ones that are getting cheated on or that have been cheated on, I think it might be emotional cheating. I don't think they actually ever. Physically. I mean, I'm sure there are some because I had a few coworkers that were severe cheaters yeah. or like serial cheaters, I would say. Um, but I think it's more of an emotional cheating for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like men go out and look for a sexual connection with women and women when they cheat they're either like like out of the relationship completely like it mentally signed off yeah. and they're looking for an emotional connection with a different person yeah I can see that. and then that will eventually lead into physically cheating on that person you know yeah yeah i think emotional cheating if you're being cheated on is probably the worst one oh for sure emotional physical a dick gets hard for anybody but emotional, like you're taking it to a whole different level, <laughs> right? Hmm. Which is that was I was gonna say about the first category, the dead bed rumors, because to me these are the ones that I felt most uh, compassionate for. I guess no, uh, no. Don't be compassionate for nobody. No, 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 no. But listen to my point though. Like okay. my point of that was like when you are in a relationship and one person stops caring. Mm-hmm. Physically. Physically, emotionally, whatever. Because he, he, in a portion of the book, he talked about how, like, in this guy's relationship, like, the mom went into mom mode. And, like, she got Mm -hmm. kids, you Mm -hmm. know, she started having a full-time job, whatever. And he would ask her, like, hey, can we have sex? And he eventually started feeling, like, less of a man because he just felt embarrassed that he had to keep asking. She keeps saying, no. No. What does he do in that situation? I I don't agree. Uh, that was actually one of the topics that I was going to ask y'all about. So there was a, like a TikTok video that I saw and it was a girl saying, she was like, oh, well, y'all are going to disagree with me. But if, you know, if I'm going through something emotionally and it's been a week before I have like sex with my spouse and he asked me, she was like, I have to put out to like meet his requirements or his needs. And I was like, fuck no, because (laughs) if, if you know, you're going through something emotionally and your partner cannot fucking wait for you like that, you don't need to be with that partner. I do not have any compassion for any of these cheaters, um, and I don't agree with that. I don't have compassion, but I definitely am more on your side, Tony, because I feel like if you are going to be a parent, your partner still comes first. You have to be in a happy relationship. You have to be a happy individual to be able to take well care of your kids. Yeah, And I don't think if your relationship is not being... If all of your needs in the relationship are not being met, then you're not going to be happy and you're not going to be your best to your kids. And I just think that's why a lot of marriages fail after people have kids. Mm. And people don't really ever look into that before they're considered ready to have children. I just don't like the thought of feeling obligated to have sex with somebody. Right. It shouldn't be that's an obligation. Rape. I feel like that's more Damn. like rape. <laughs> yeah. When you have to put it out for somebody. For sure. Well, that's you what you don't want to do. Your first thing. No, when you're no, like, no. oh, well, I need to... No, I'm not saying that she has to put out or he has to put out. Right. What I'm saying is, like, when he is giving you signs, like, mm-hmm. hey, I need you in this area, and you're ignoring me... Right. That's... I'm not saying they're either allowed to cheat for that reason, but I am thinking that the other person's also being selfish in a different angle. Right. Well, the guy's being hearing. selfish for having to go out and, like, find it. But so is the but- woman. If you if it's been a week or two weeks and your husband is telling you, hey, can we spend 30 minutes of just being intimate or whatever intimacy looks like in that relationship? And yeah. you're like, no, I'm busy being a mom. No, I'm going through it emotionally. And your partner 
I don't know. I just I just feel like you should be there for your partner and the, your partner should be there for you. But is it okay to justify cheating with that? No, it's not. It's never mm-hmm. okay to cheat. But I can see why they went out and looked for it. Like, we're not yeah, excusing being, being empathetic. it. Are you being empathetic? Is that what you're trying to say? I, Maybe. I you're putting so. yourself in those shoes. Like their shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not excusing it. Right. But I'm, I'm thinking about... Because in the book, I don't know if he mentioned how long he had <clears throat> gone with asking her. But he said mm-hmm. that eventually he did it so often that he felt humiliated as a man. Like, mm-hmm. she's, not, she's not listening to me. But that's his problem. No, it's not. It's, it's their not. problem. Yes, it's their problem. I don't think well, if, if if in that scenario you would think he could get like a babysitter for a night, like have you guys? Where well, none of us are parents, yeah, none right, of us are moms, yeah, yeah. And so I'm just like, I feel like he also did not take that into consideration. There are multiple steps that he could have taken before just, oh hey, let's have sex. Oh hey, let's do this. Oh hey, let's. He could have literally gotten a babysitter. He literally could have like, I don't know, taken her out on a weekend thing. Like there are multiple things that could have been like done before he went out and cheated. Like, but that, what if say that they were having sex, but it was like quickies? I just think it's disrespectful. Like, if you do not respect the person that you're with, that's what it comes down to, in my opinion. No, I agree with you. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you on that part. But what I'm saying is that they're both disrespected each other just in different angles. Right. Like, he disrespected by cheating, obviously. I mean, that's a given. Duh. But she disrespected him by not listening. And that's just a key word, listening to what he was trying to say. Right. Picking up on little hints here and there. Yeah. Like, because, I mean... Yeah, yeah, you know, he could have hired a babysitter. We don't know if he did or not, because mm-hmm. the book doesn't say. But mm-hmm. let's say that he had done that, and mm-hmm. that it's been nine months since she's, you know, given him anything that he needed. You know, mind you, a talk, or just a simple, you know, cuddle time or something. I mean, eventually, they're going to get tired. Right. So, so do you guys think it would be better if he would have just left her and then had sex with somebody else? Yeah. I think he should have definitely maybe, like, spoke to her about his... Physical needs. His physical needs and what he was thinking. Like, you know, hey, my needs are not being satisfied here, and I don't want it to come down to where I feel the need that I have to go cheat on you. And uh, my wife and I have gone through a phase where it's been like that, and... I mean, you, you have to pick up the slack where where you're slacking. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to talk about, and most people don't talk about it. But, I mean, there was a time where we weren't, like, being intimate enough for her needs to be met. And I, for me, I mean, I just, I guess I was just going through it emotionally. Yeah. But her being open to her telling me, you know, I don't want it to come down to where I feel the need that I have to go cheat to look for something that is not being met then I think that's a grown-up thing to do, and you can both work through it. Yeah. I'm going to piggyback on that because on the book it also said that uh, he – I don't know if it was like sarcasm. I kind of read it as sarcasm because that's how I fucking took it. Um, but he was saying that like all these cheaters have like so much communication with their side pieces because they're just like, okay, I work this time, this time, this time. You can only contact me this time, this time, this time. I have this going on. My wife is, this, you know, like they are so open with their communication with their side pieces because mm-hmm. it's literally just sex. Why can't they do that with their wife? If they had that much communication with their wife, do you really think they'd have be, be having like all these problems with communication, no. physical, emotional? They wouldn't. If men literally just learn how to open their mouth and talk like right. it would be a lot different like scheduling like sex. They, yeah they well, i don't know about all that but that's what they're doing with their side pieces right. oh yeah yeah i know what i'm saying like like you can communicate it's just you do not respect the other person right you um, can, enough 
like schedule a date night and usually after date night you have some type of intimacy so then what if you can do that with your side piece why can you not schedule a set time this week no matter what happens the kids are going to babysitter if you don't have kids no matter what happens we're still having our set date night time and that's yeah. it. Like so that's why I don't I don't have yeah. any compassion for any like any of these cheaters. Um because he also said that the dead bedrooms also have like a pup a sad puppy dog complexion. I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. they do. And I'm just like, I don't feel bad for any of y'all. Like you are a grown ass adult. You know what you're doing. Communication. Yeah. Communication. <laughs> that's literally what it comes down to. Yeah, no, I I agree with you on that. I do. And I I'm gonna sound like a horrible person to even to say this part, but like to me what bothers me about this category is that because according to the guy's story, he did voice his opinion. Mm-hmm. He did tell her. She didn't do anything about it. But that goes back to owing him sex. Yeah. I don't think she owes him sex. I think when you get married, you I'm not saying you are obligated to have sex with your partner, but you know what marriage comes with. Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready to fulfill that person's desires whether it's intimacy or just like i don't know just going 50 50 on whatever it is that that person needs then you are probably not ready for a relationship that serious right and that's what i was going to say then that's when i think it's okay to just break it off and then just go separate ways right you know because i've been in relationships where one of us is not emotionally available Mm-hmm. Which is a different game to me because it's like, okay, sometimes they're emotionally unavailable for a week, but when they've been emotionally unavailable for years mm-hmm. or long periods of time, you're stuck on your relationship by yourself because the other right. person's numb. The other person's not feeling anything. They're not conversating. They're just, for whatever reason, depression or whatever. Yeah. And it sounds uh, really bad to say, you know, I'm not that, I, it's not that I, I'm not understanding you as a person that's, you know, just numb. But I also need help, mm-hmm. you know, and if they're not communicating together, that's kind of when it becomes a problem. Again, I'm not saying, oh, well, you know, he deserved to cheat. Right. That's not it either. <clears throat> but what I'm just saying, there's more that you have to think about when and I'm not excusing the cheater. I'm, I'm really not. But you do have to mm-hmm. think about what it's kind of like what Leah said, like what you have to bring into the table that you're both equal on. Right. I mean, because. I've been in relationships, too, when my partner has been more sexually active than I have, and they needed it every day. And I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, but they don't need I it. I need hydration. But they don't need it. Do we know that, though? They're not going to die without it. I was about to say, you need food and water to live. You don't need penetration to live. <laughs> right. You don't need it. But if that's your desire, and if you communicate that with your partner, then I think y'all should come to an agreement and meet each other in the middle. Yeah. Maybe not every day, but maybe some type of intimacy every day. And I mean, like, not set a schedule because, you know, a schedule is weird, but. Yeah. I mean, meet each other in the middle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because one of the parts that did make me upset was something that you just said a minute ago that the dead bed rumors, like, you kind of felt. um, No, not sympathy. That's a word you said. Puppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that also, I'm like. That kind of made me mad because I feel like someone would use that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what like was manipulation? Me? Yeah, yeah. Use turn turn that into manipulation to trick somebody to doing something that they don't want to do. Right. Because again, going back to the Mexican household, they're like, and they teach you that is in church and the church we grew up in. They were like, if your spouse is horny as fuck, 
You better give it up. Right. And that's not okay. What? Yeah. You're and supposed to do it whenever they want it because of the men of the house. The man? Yeah. Mm-mm. So women are taught, you know, hey, if you you need to spread your legs for the man, go ahead and do it even if you don't want it. Right. And that's rape at that point, I feel yeah. like. Right. What the hell? I'm going to ask a question because I asked this other guy that I was talking to. You. Okay. If... Say you do get cheated on. Do you think it's better for them to come clean to you or for you to find out? Or is it just a stab in the back either way? So we were actually talking about this the other day. We had a friend who recently um, got cheated on and the wife literally sat him down after he came home from work and told him, I've been cheating on you and I want our relationship. Like, this is like, I want a divorce. Yeah. And I was telling my wife, I was telling her, you know, I don't know what's worse is her being just completely done to the point where she is sitting you down telling you, hey, I'm cheating on you, or you finding out. I think I would probably want to find out rather than having somebody sit me down and tell me I've been cheating on you so in like such and such time. I'm done. Really? I think so. What about you? Mm, I'm asking the question. I never thought about it. <laughs> I think I... I think, I don't know. I think I would rather be told. Me too. I'd rather to be told because, like, yeah, you did me dirty as hell. Um, but uh, I feel like it takes, even if it, even if she doesn't, like, feel for, you know, her spouse anymore, or if they didn't feel for me anymore, you at least had, like, the respect to tell me and not just, um, I don't know, I guess, like, leave me guessing. Because if I had found out on my, by myself, I know my dumbass would be like, oh, what did I do? What can I do better? You know, what can I do to fix this? But since they're coming to me, it's just like, okay, like, this is it. I have no questions left, like, in my mind or whatever. Like, this is it. I'm not going to try to fix it. Like, I think... It, that's it. <laughs> I think I'm with Leia. Because if I find out, that means that they still either A, want me or mm-hmm. have some kind of hope. Like right. something's gonna work out, and that's it, probably the toxic person coming out of that me. That is, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, I, I don't want any questions left because, like, if I were to find out by myself, I would try and like, what can I do to be better? Which it that doesn't need to be your question. Like, if right. somebody cheated on you, that should not be your first thought, which yeah. it usually is. Always. Um, and so, like, if they're coming to you and telling you, then mm-hmm. I know that I'm just like, okay, like, that's it. Like, this is humiliating. Like, I'm, you know, I don't think it's toxic to think that, Mark. I think. Um, I think we all want to feel wanted, so it would be best to still feel like that person still wants you. And if I remember, like in the book, it said that most people who cheat are not—they don't cheat because they don't love their wife or they don't want to be with them or mm-hmm. their partner. Um, because women cheat too. Um, so I, don't know I think why. it's like she said. I think it's a feeling of being wanted. Yes. Like they still—they want to save your feelings mm-hmm. and they want to like hide it for you. But at the same time, like, in reality, you're still getting cheated on. Right. It's still wrong. Right. Hurtful. I don't know. Like, to me, it's more about the embarrassing of somebody else finding out first. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, that's that's it. Because it's still a cheating. It's still cheating. Right. Whether you find out by them or not. But going based on the last relationship I had, if I could call it a relationship, I, I think what pissed me off the most is that they did try to persuade me into making me believe that I was just as important, but apparently not important enough. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you you start to doubt yourself in future relationships. It's like, 
Well, what the fuck? What did I, you know, it, it goes into the thought of, well, I guess I'm just not a good person to have a relationship with. And then you start doubting yourself on other situations like, well, there was this one time we had this one really fun night, but I guess it wasn't fun enough. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, well, yeah. what what is it about it? And I think that's my fault that I did not ask questions that I wanted to ask because I just don't want to get more hurt than I already was. But going back to that, whenever I found out about I asked questions for two days straight and I only it only made it worse. Like, I don't want to know. If going back now, if I had to redo all that, I wouldn't have asked anything at all. Like, I don't want to know the details that I know now. I don't know the, want to know the dates. Because I was asking, I was like, where were you on July 17th when you said blah, blah, blah? And, like, it just yeah. recreates a bad narrative, I guess. And then I, I imagine things to the max. So, like, I my mind takes me right. places. Same. Yeah. I'm like, uh. It just makes me so mad. Because the first person that cheated on me, it was a person that I was, we weren't engaged at that point, but it was a a person that I thought I was going to be with for the rest of my life. So whenever they told me, they didn't tell me, their family, their sister told me on Christmas Eve. (coughs) I know. This is only your luck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, wait, what? And like, Tony, you're a great guy and I feel like she's not going to do it. So I'm going to do it for her. Mm. This other person has been sending them flowers you know blah 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 blah. and i was like wait what (laughs) like i didn't believe it at first it took me a minute because i was really hardcore into this person i was like no no and then you could hear the other person in the background like she's not lying it's true no i mean after that (laughs) here's the thing after that and this is where i think i did wrong we talked about it Mm -mm -mm. and i took her back Mm. but that was my next question I took her back because at that point, that's what I thought I had to do. Because in a way, growing up in a religious household, they tell you that you have to Mm -hmm. work it out. Right. For them, divorce is not an answer. That's not an option. You have to work it out. And even though we weren't married, in my mind, I had already pictured the wedding. We already talked about wedding dates. We had already Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Right. Yeah. Now look at you. I'm 40. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so. and i can't go back <laughs> and and now we're still friends to this day and when we did talk about it like later on like you know as full adults like you know she keeps apologizing like you know i mean it just happened beautiful feeling whenever they tell you they're sorry it is a beautiful like just, feeling yeah. but are they really sorry or are they sorry that they got caught and mm. you found out <sighs> because a lot of people would just milk it until they get you back. And don't get me wrong, I feel like I, just being a dumbass, I feel like everybody deserves a second chance. And if you prove me wrong the second time, then I would be an idiot for taking you back. But I feel like if, you know, that person cheated on you one time and they don't have a history of cheating and you are emotionally stable to take that person back and work it out, especially if you're married then I don't see you as a weak person for doing that. I don't think you're weak either. If you continue to cheat on me and prove me wrong and just, like, I don't know, just continue to do that, then I would be the dumbass to take you back. Like, now that I'm older, I think I took them back because... There's something me and you and Mark talked about it before, that um, I feel like that's all I deserved. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to do better than that. Yeah, I'm just going to go back and work it out and whatever it is that I was doing wrong, I'll just do it right. And then they never cheated again. 
that I know of. But that was my mistake. I think I should have known myself well enough to be like, hey, fuck you. I deserve better than that, you know, and not. And and I, I do understand your point, too. Like, giving them a second chance. I mean, I, I've done that quite a lot. But I don't know if it's worth it now that we're talking about, like, their world. Because right. this book kind of exposes their world and how they think a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would give them a second chance now. I think it's just situational. True. Like, every everybody's different. Every situation's different. I don't think I could say I would, like, no, I'm not giving them a second chance. Or, yes, I would give them a second chance. Like... I don't think it's black and white. I think there's a lot of gray area for each yeah. individual person. I think being married, I would definitely give the person a second chance. Um, that doesn't mean go cheat on me, cat. <laughs> but um, I just, I feel like whenever you're in a relationship versus being married, it's two completely different ballgames. I was just yeah. about to ask that if it feels worse being cheated on if you're in a relationship or being married. I feel like, well, I'm not married, but I would think it would feel worse married. Cause I feel like that too. There's a written commitment, literally. Right. You have a paper document <laughs> stating. Well, not only that, but you vowed to each other. Till death do us part. Right. Yeah. Now, I also feel like if you're cheating on me while we're under relationship, then you're definitely going to cheat on me when we're married. Yeah. Because when you're married, you're with that person for the rest of your life. And that is a long time. So if you're cheating on me now that we've been dating for two or three years, even five, then why would you not cheat on me when we're when we've been together for twenty years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, because the way I view cheaters was goes into the second category are the peacocks. Peacocks are the ones that are just like cocky as hell and you know whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought all cheaters were like that. In my mind, I don't know if that's just a Mexican thing or not, but I thought all of them were just like doing it for the pleasure and for the fun of it mm-hmm. making themselves feel good yeah like that's how i pictured all of the cheaters being like the peacocks i feel like a lot of them are like that because it probably does feel good to have all these other people like after you and knowing that you have your person at home waiting for you it yeah probably is a good feeling for them and it may it like drives up their self-esteem i'm sure and they're like boasting about it that feeling i don't care what anybody says it's an awesome feeling (laughs) what (laughs) wanting somebody like a complete stranger want you more than the person you're with on the book it did say that like peacocks like um they won't go for somebody who's like throwing themselves at them like they would rather they want to fight for it yeah yeah like it wants to it has to be like fun like like a sport i remember after like i found out about then i got on tinder and i had like I was, like, going on dates, and, like, I had guys, like, actually wanting to talk to me, and I was, like, that helped me get over, like, the whole cheating thing, was knowing, like, somebody else, like, another stranger wanted me. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) I literally broke up with my ex on Halloween night, and Halloween night, I was with my other friend. Exactly. My other boo. Yeah. Halloween Halloween Eve boo, and then Halloween day boo. Yeah, and that's how it's been, like, with every partner. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. I told you the best way to get over somebody is get under somebody else. Period. No. <laughs> I got my roster going. <laughs> I don't know. Like, So there's a story on there, because I even have it on my little notes, that it was like the guy, he he said that he was like really ugly, 
like growing up or whatever yeah and oh yeah whenever yeah. he met his wife his wife like taught him or like helped him like dress better and have like better confidence and so like now he went out and cheated on her to like make up for lost time oh so my it's not gosh. necessarily all guys have to be cocky they just like need to feel that you know like a man basically that yeah mm-hmm. and so this i could have sworn this one was also the trauma people that like they i think would, so yeah that like, they were using like trauma or like if their parents had cheated they were kind of like one of them on there was like oh well it's because my dad cheated so i think i have to too yeah they give the example of tiger woods yeah i don't i don't, I don't, I don't get that much either so i don't like that's why i'm not really talking about that part of it but i was like that's i, I still just, don't justify it no. I, I, I don't feel bad for him yeah no. i don't genetic or cheating is not genetic no Mm-mm. it's not something that is gonna be like oh my parents cheated so i have to go cheat or i saw my parents cheating and now i need to cheat on my wife why would you want to if you saw your mom going through whatever it is that they went through why would you want to cause that to your to your partner Mm -hmm. i think cheating sucks whether you're being cheated on or you're the one that's cheating with Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I mean, one is obviously worse than the other, but like if you're the home wrecker or if you're right. the one getting cheated on, right? <gasps> if you have a conscience, some people don't give a damn, right? But. but I think if if you're on the other side of you being the side piece, I think you're always gonna probably want more than the person who is cheating on their partner can give you or offer. Definitely, because that person more times than not is not going to leave their partner for for whatever reason it's probably because they have stability and they know they have somebody to go home at the end of the day yeah. too and the side piece is always just going to be a side piece it's nothing <clears throat> nothing more right? that's kind of where the completers come in don't it like yeah. whenever they say that they use one for their freaky side and then the other right. one for like the dining and you know taking out kind of you know date but mm-hmm. i still don't think it's to me it made me upset to think that they're accepting it that way like oh well you know i'm 50 percent freaky i'm 50 percent a class mm-hmm. you know class act and then therefore i'm allowed to have mm-hmm. two separate that people kind of minors come, just like if you were literally just fucking talk some people are like they're into the open relationship like you can have that now you know <laughs> yeah i am like, not built for that <laughs> well no i'm not either but i mean some people are some people like that so yeah. like you could literally do that instead of having to go like but is that an cheat? excuse is that I feel like that normalizes cheating, though. Like that's, I don't think so. If you're both on the same page, that's like, like a branch of like normalizing cheating. I think it depends on how they bring it up. Yeah. Like this last relationship I was in, they were like, "Oh, well, you know, it's because I just can never be with one person. How about we just become an open relationship?" And mm-hmm. I was like, well, "I can't." No. At least they're being upfront and telling you they can't be with just one person. Yeah. And that's up to you whether or not you yeah. want to risk being with that person and risk them cheating on you, or if yeah. you want to open up the relationship. And both of y'all just—I just don't have the self-esteem to look at the person <laughs> and then having them be with somebody else, right? And then I'm just imagining them like kissing somebody else other than like me, and it pisses me off. Yeah, so. <laughs> I was talking to my wife. We have really good friends that are in a polyamorous relationship, and they've been married for like 20 years, and that really? just—and that just works for them. They opened their relationship at the beginning of COVID. She told me, and that's just what works for them, and it's been working for them up to now. But I just. I was talking to Kat about it, and I was just telling her, I don't think I would be emotionally stable enough to know that you are getting ready to go, like, you're getting ready, looking pretty, to go look at, Mm -hmm. or to go have somebody else touch on you. That's what I'm saying. It just don't sit well with me. I am not built for it. Yeah, and then come home to me, and we're, like, Like, still married. 
If I think if I was with somebody and they were cheating, they need to be like a hundred percent discreet about it, and I do not want to know about it, like at all. Like I don't want my friends knowing about it. You can sleep with people from out of town or while you're on business and leave. But isn't it at that, that just asking them to cheat? Isn't I? I, I'm I won't. That sounds it. more like a cheating than an open relationship. But I won't know about it. I feel like I wouldn't want to know if I got cheated on. No, like you better hide that shit a hundred percent because I find everything out. So if you <laughs> I, let's I say everything. in the future you have a relationship and we as your friends found out you were being cheated on, you don't want us to tell you. That's different. That's you. Y'all guys. have the right to tell us. I don't want you guys to figure out. That's what I'm saying. He has to be a hundred percent like okay, nobody okay. can know. Gotcha. Like he gets on Grinder while he's out of town, and that's it. Like you come <laughs> home, that shit gets deleted. Like I don't want to see it. Is that, is that what you do, Mark? Yeah, I used to always be with people from out of town for real. <laughs> I didn't have to see him ever again. I don't talk that to terrifies him. me because what if they have a disease or something and then you can't see him again to reclaim? Listen, God's plan. <laughs> okay, Drake. <laughs> Philippians four thirteen. <laughs> I don't want to know about it. <laughs> Would you want people, your friends, to tell you you they were cheating on you? If you yes. guys knew about it, I yes. want you to if tell y'all me. Y'all know about it. I what if we had know. a suspicion and we didn't know? I would want to be notified. I would want to know. Like if y'all fucking knew. I would want to be... Even if we weren't 100% sure? Yes. A suspicion is usually for a reason. Yeah. But I think what Mark is saying is he he would want nobody to know. Just Mm -hmm. the person who's cheating on him is so good at it and he just hides it very well that nobody finds out and that way Mark doesn't find out. I don't want him to get to the point where you guys know. Right. And I agree with him. If I am getting cheated on, I do not ever want to find out whether it's through somebody else or whether it's me finding it in your phone. I don't ever want to find out. Never. What you don't know doesn't hurt you. I'm scared of getting to the point where I get pissed off enough that I will do something because I haven't done anything yet. I haven't done anything that I can, you know, say, oh, my God, that's crazy. But I am getting scared of getting to the point where you do it enough to me that I will not Mm -hmm. care. I think the grieving, I don't know what it's called grieving, but the aftermath of cheating comes and like, so you get sad and then you get mad and then you're like, okay with it eventually. I think I'm a super emotional person. I think if I got cheated on, I would probably just cry my life away and be depressed. I don't know if I have it in me to like go. So say you're friends with your man's friends. And they know you're cheating. Or they know that they're cheating on you. Does that not piss y'all off? Tell that again. So you're friends with your man's friends. Uh-huh. And then your man's friends know that he's cheating. Okay. And they tell you? They don't tell you. And they don't tell They you. go along with it. Well, they're his friends. Mm-hmm. They, they're not your friend. Yeah, and you know that. That's why you never trust their family and their friends because they are their friends and their family before they're your friends and your family. But then you mm-hmm. start going around them again and like you know that they know. But does that sit That's in your mind? That's just friend code. Mm. Would you, you would hate us if we knew that you were cheating and we only are friends with your partner because of you and we're like, hey, Mark's cheating on you. We would be betrayed. Okay, so y'all are all gay. If your partner cheated on you with another man or another woman, which would be which would be worse? Man. Why? Or you, Kenya. If, if your partner cheated on you with another man, would that be worse than him cheating on you with a woman? Yeah. I feel like some men feel like if their wife goes out and cheats with another woman, they find it hot and they don't get mad about it. Ooh, that's a good point. They went in and cheated with another man, then it's... All hell breaks loose. But I don't know how it is with a gay relationship. I feel like if my partner went and 
cheated with another woman, I would be hurt. But if they cheated with a man, I don't know if I'd be hurt. Well, for me, if, like, if, you know, they were to cheat with a man, it would hurt me. I mean, both of them are going to suck. But I think it would hurt more because then I'm just like, if you're questioning your identity, why are you using me as a cover-up kind of thing? Oh, My thing is... I feel like if they went and cheated with a woman, it would be purely physical. Yeah. Like, nothing, like, emotional. Like, he didn't... Fuck that. No. Like, I know he Because if it's physical and you're a gay man, then go fuck a dude. Well, because if they have to do it with a girl, then no. they have the intention of getting hard. No, no gay man gets hard with a woman. Mm, I, I mean... mean a dick gets hard for anybody. That's not true. Okay, I feel like <laughs> uh, I'm I'm lesbian and I am attracted to women most of the part, but I can find a man that's attractive and like I mean just But would you be able to sleep with a man? I don't know. I've never been with a man. I don't think you could do it. But I'm not I'm not like close to the idea and Kat knows that. And I feel like it's the same for men. Men, especially fucking men, they get hard for any fucking thing. Thank you. I told you. Yeah, girl. No, has I'm not two saying holes. that we don't get hard for for anything. I'm just saying if a gay man, a true gay man, me, if I were to see a vagina, that ain't doing nothing. But if you're drunk and you're, which is most of the time when you cheat, when you're drunk, you have to ease your nerves. I think. I feel like. I feel like a man, a gay man, would have sex with a woman. I think if you're a sexual person like that and you have a high sex drive, yeah. you're going to be out trying to sleep with whoever. And that's okay, why yeah, I said JK. sleeping with a woman, yeah, would hurt less because I know like you're not into them. Like, yeah, just know. like a straight man that's not into men is still going to go fuck a gay guy because it's a hole. It's a hole. Yeah. Like, and that's a lot of church men is what they do. Philippians 413. Somebody say amen. Amen. I caught it. (laughs) It's true though. (laughs) Get the blessing rag. No, these churchmen, you know. It's true. I'm going to tell you something this, and I'm not going to edit this part out. Whenever I came out, the men that would reach out to me. Oh, I believe it. Church married men. They're, these men are reaching out to 13-year-old <clears throat> girls, so I don't doubt it that they're doing it to gay little or gay yeah. men. Well, I'm big as hell, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's any straight man, though. I've slept with more oil-filled, like people that work in oil rigs. I believe it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anything. And it's the ones that swear that they hate gay people. Mm-mm. Oh, I will never. I will it really never do is. That. And that's what, whenever I hear somebody being so, like, homophobic against it or whatever, I'm like, bro, I'm sure you've fucking fucked a gay guy before. Shut it, up. Everybody ha- I, I don't care what anybody says. The straightest man yeah. has thought about it, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least. So it goes into our next topic, our, our next category, revenge cheating. Have y'all done that? Yes, and I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done revenge no. cheating? You? No. I wish I could say that I did. <laughs> I feel like it would it would feel good to Now I can see how how it, it's easy to do that because you have all this anger built up inside you that you got cheated on and It would like, be more messed up, sorry. It would be more messed up if you're like, "Oh, I'm going to revenge cheat and then nobody wants me." Yeah. <laughs> 
I would be fucking scarred. <laughs> like, damn, Please. let me just fucking take you back. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> Please is just for a social experiment. Just for that. Bro, stop. <laughs> I don't know. Revenge cheating, I feel like that's also pretty common, you know. But I feel like out of all of them, this is the one that's most, or I could be, you know, I don't know. But it'll be like it's the most acceptable one because yeah. they got cheated on first. But it's okay. So, revenge cheating are you cheating back on the person that you took back, or are you with a new partner and you're still mad about you getting cheated on? You're going to go cheat on this new person. I think the way they described it is you go with somebody else when you're still with that person. Okay. After they've cheated. Okay, then yes, I think that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, it also talked about the people that cheat beforehand. Right. That because... I feel like that's not revenge cheating, though. Like, that's just being an asshole. Like, that's there just was being that, selfish. There was that guy that said he... He went and slept with the girl's, I think, best sister. friend or sister. Yeah. And just sister, so that he could yeah. have something in an argument and be like, well, I fucked your sister. Like, what that can you do to top mind. it off? That, I know. That was like, what the They fuck? called it cheating insurance. Yes. That blew I my I don't mind. think that's cheating and re- revenge cheating at all. That's um, not. No. I also feel like if you're going to take somebody back and for cheating, then you should, like, work it out before you take them back because revenge cheating is also not acceptable, but I can see why it happens. But I, th- I, I don't think it's still okay because if you're going to take that person back, you should be fully emotionally stable to put it behind you mm-hmm. and not bring it back up because if you keep bringing it back up and you're going to go cheat on that person then that person's going to feel a certain way and it's going to be those feelings relived all over again mm-hmm. and for what you're either going to take the person back and accept that you got cheated on and it's not going to happen again and put it past y'all or you're going to leave that person so that's the part that baffles me. Like when somebody does revenge cheating, it's because you're going to stay with the person or else it's not a revenge. Right. And I just don't think it's right going into basically renewing your relationship with this person, but thinking, oh, we're only going to work out if I cheat back on you. Like I, mm. an eye for an eye. And I, I don't and I, yeah, an eye think for an that's. Eye. Could y'all be that person though? Taking your spouse back without cheating on him? I feel like if I were to take. My spouse back after cheating, it would be because we had gone through counseling already and like worked it out to where we're putting it completely past us. Okay, too. Mm. I'm one of those people that just brings that shit up, though. Yeah, I don't think I could ever not bring it up. Like during an argument, well, at least I didn't fucking cheat on you. Right. What did Brian from Arkansas say? <laughs> <laughs> but you also have to be mature to not be bringing that up every second you get. That's, yeah. Okay, last one is the emotional connectors. This is going to be the one that's the most controversial, I think. I think it's the one that hurts the worst, like I said. When somebody cheats on you emotionally? Mm -hmm. I feel like sex can be just sex, whether it's with the same sex or opposite sex. But emotional connection is like... How much is too much connection, connecting? um, Anything that you're hiding from your spouse is... If you wake up looking for those text messages or that Snapchat, that's when it's too deep. So the story that they tell in the book, it's about this guy. I think his name was Tony. Was it Tony? The one that had a work wife? Yeah. And then that they would sneak out and have... Yeah. And that they had lunches. lunches, And Mm -hmm. then that they had... You know, that he wanted more. And then that even whenever she was like, you know, we can't do that. It's inappropriate. That he almost felt like he broke up with somebody. And he was Mm -hmm. like in tears. But I'm like, when I started, like, analyzing him, I was like, where was the point where 
it got bad for him in his head. Where it went from just a normal co-worker conversation yeah, yeah. to, oh, like, this is more than just a conversation. Yeah. I think, like I said, when you wake up expecting yeah. a good morning text or go bed, or you go to bed without, don't go to bed without saying goodnight to them. Or- I think it's that, and then also what Kenya said, like, when you feel like you have to start deleting conversations or hiding certain things from your partner, there's something going on. Why do you feel the need to delete Mm-hmm. a certain message from this person and not from a certain other coworker or yeah. other person. Hmm. He point he put this category at the bottom and Kenya thought it should be at the top because it's the one that's most probably most common, you know, that people do this more than the regular cheating, you know, physically cheating, like people are mm-hmm. more emotionally attached first and then, you know. But also on, but a lot of people don't think that emotional <clears throat> that that is considered cheating an emotional cheating connection or whatever you want to call it. I didn't so think I th- it was until I read the book. So I think that's why it's put at the bottom because the people are probably like how how Mark said if if it's not physical touch or on top of a close then it's not cheating yeah. and that's what I think is a lot of people's mindset. Would you be able to go back to somebody that emotionally cheated? I need another situation. Depend I didn't know how the- they cheated. Hmm. Like if it was just lunches or if he was like throwing birthday parties and all that shit and going to their family and Oh, going to the family, that's like full cheating in there. That's right, that's a double life. These yeah. people were living double lives. <clears throat> like the guy in Washington DC that he talked about. I don't remember any of the names. He don't matter. True. <laughs> I think it would also depend for me. I can't say yes or no. It's a lot of gray area. Just on the circumstance and just kinda like, how it goes. I guess how deep it got because how like long if it went on. Yeah, like if you're saying like went and saw each other's families and things like that, like that's a double life. Mm-hmm. At that point, like I don't know what's going on. Uh but then it, it also goes back, like I feel like everybody deserves a second chance. In life, period. Whether it's cheating or not. It would hurt less if they just fucked and got it over with, I think. I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like I don't I don't I don't know if I would true. want my partner to go actually sleep with somebody physically or if i would just want them to be text back and forth i feel like it would be easier probably texting back and forth to forgive i, I want them to fucking get it over with never talk to each other again <laughs> no because then you get more of an, um, an emotional attachment once you have intercourse yeah for sure because if it starts with that like texting or whatever and then it leads to physical you can't go back. Like, now that they've interlocked each other. That's a relationship. Yeah. But, like, what if he's out of town and he just fucks him and get it over with? Well, uh, Like, that kind of cheating. True. I guess that would be easier in that scenario. But there's also, like, where men are, like, have an actual side piece and they're scheduling meetups. Like, hey, I got a hotel room. Or, hey, I... Like, meet me here at this place. And that's all it is. Just strictly sex. But you're still just meeting this one person. You have some type of connection with that person. You're not just fucking somebody just to fuck them several times. Yeah. If it's just one time, like Mark said, out of town, I think that would be a lot easier. Mm. If we don't know. Yeah, if we don't know. Even if, we, <laughs> even if we knew. I feel like it would be easier, but it would definitely create more of a trust issue if that person okay, travels yeah. often. That's what I was going to say. Like, like, you're not after traveling that, by yourself. After that, I wouldn't be able to think, what are they doing at this point? At, the, at this moment? What are they doing when I'm doing this? Or, you know, right. I, I, that would not 
give me peace and I would not be able to just stay still and my mind will go crazy. And I'm sure that's hard to deal with if you take a person that cheated on you back because the trust is gone. Yeah. The thing that runs through my head when I think about somebody cheating on me is like, it's all the little things. Like they're the ones that they take to the grocery store. They're the ones that are sitting in the front seat with them on the way to the movies or they're the ones that are being taken on these dates that I wanted to go to. It's not like the actual thought of cheating. It's all the little things that go into it. Like they're getting those good morning texts, that same ones that I'm getting. Like that just pisses me off. I don't know. The more you think about like all the little details is what gets me. Like to me, like I've been dating now. I've been back into the dating thing ish. eh. And I've been talking to a couple of people here and there, you know, one of the things that I look at as a red flag, and as soon as we start messaging, whatever it is that we met, that they said they start calling me babe right away, or they start calling that. me honey. It's gross, <laughs> right? To me, that tells me that they've said that to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like me. it's just like whatever another person. Yeah, to yeah, say yeah. It yeah. So I'm like, oh, hey, babe. I'm like, we're done. Because <laughs> that just tells me you throw that word around. Yeah. Or I don't know how many you got. He probably says it to hotel hosting. <laughs> just like he says it to you <laughs> so um do would y'all be able to i think we talked about it already but would y'all be able to take somebody that cheated on you already so after discussing all of this yeah I once guess. that we the overview i think it's all circumstantial yeah i feel like i would <sighs> <laughs> I say I wouldn't, but I don't know. So, yeah, yeah you don't everybody, ever know. Everybody says that, like, oh, it's no, 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 no. Right. It's all circumstantial. You I don't know like. until you are in that position to say yes or no. But I feel like, I mean, if it's just a one-time thing and it's not something that's happened before, and if you really want to save your marriage, then. Yeah. I need to hear some begging if I'm going to take them back. <laughs> On your knees. <laughs> I don't think that we should grill on people that take people back because that's one of the no. things no. that i think and it's looked down upon I, yeah it does get looked down upon but i don't see it that way like i kind of admire those people that have that the strength to take yeah back. yeah 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 because yeah. it takes a lot for somebody to be like you know what okay you fucked up all right you know we're gonna it's gonna be hard to rocky whatever but to me it's like okay damn okay forgiveness is a big thing and mm-hmm. i don't you think people really do fully Jesus forgive? forgives, not me, baby. You call him. <laughs> Jesus died for you. I ain't dying for you. <laughs> I feel like in life, I am a very forgiving person. Like, I don't hold grudges against anything or anyone. So I think that would hopefully... I mean, I not hopefully. Fuck. I don't think... I think that would play a big part in it. Southside. What's the 80-20 rule? I think it was some of the cheaters that we're talking about... Um, that they won't leave their wife because, like, they get, like, 80% of all their, mm-hmm. like, what they want. And they wouldn't leave her for that 20. And that's kind of, like, what they justified, like, cheating for. Oh. Because, like, I think he asked them, like, oh, why don't you just, like, leave or whatever. And he was just like, well, why would I leave if I get, like, 80% of everything that I, like, need and want? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, divorce her over this 20%. Something like that. There was, they talked about how... Guys get violent once they figure out that their wife's cheating on them. Or, like, the somebody... So, if two people got together, like, the the side piece is a guy. The, the husband of the married woman gets, like, violent with them. Like, they had stories where people were, like, pulling guns on them and, like, beating their asses with brass yeah, knuckles. Yeah, I can see that. 
I wouldn't, I've never thought about that. And why do, why do people always like take it out on the person, like on the side piece? Why do they never take it out on like your spouse that's cheating on you? I didn't think about that. That's a good point. You know, like if, if me and Mark are in a relationship and I'm cheating on him, why would, why does Mark have to take it out on the person that I'm cheating with him on instead mm-hmm. of taking it out on me? Because I am the, the one. Culprit. Yeah. Like you're the one. Yes, the other person knew that we were married or yeah. in a relationship, but at the end of the day, it is your spouse's responsibility to respect you and you're in your relationship. Like uphold your marriage. But here's the thing. I, I think it's, again, going back to that circumstantial, like, we just, it has to be the specific situation that you will have to decide on what's best. Like, I was watching this movie called Why Did I Get Married? And there was a storyline in there where the girl, the wife, got her tubes tied and didn't tell him. So he has that's... been wanting a boy for the longest time. <laughs> like, a boy. Like, you know, Damn. have a baby yeah, boy. Yeah, that's... And she found out because what they do is like a group of four married people that did take a trip to get, you know, better their marriages, whatever. And there, one of them got caught cheating. So he started spilling everybody's secrets out. Dang. That'd so, be me. <laughs> that would be you. We're all going to be mad if I'm mad. <laughs> well, that would be you. Well, no he, secrets to Mark, <laughs> He exposed them. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Your wife tied her tube, so you've been... <laughs> You've been trying for nothing. And I was like, if I'm in that situation, oh, my God. I think I would be so upset. I think I would leave that person. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it goes back to that circumstantial, like, because I don't have kids. I don't know what that feels like. I don't know. I don't I don't want a kid. I don't know what that feels like. So it's, it's going back to, again to that, like, circumstantial. What is it that relationship that's holding it together? Because it's different for everybody. Yep. So that goes back to the people that are like, we judge people for taking other people back. Because we're not in that situation. Shut the fuck up. Right. You know, just don't. don't. If you're not in that relationship, don't comment. Okay, here's something that I want to talk about. So I know everybody that says that, or kind of like what we talked about is like the spouse being miserable or whatever. But on there, he also said that the men will like hold off on cheating for like a little bit until like they build the trust they're in a good place. And then they'll go out and cheat because they feel like, um, like, oh, now the wife isn't going to be suspecting. And so, oh, that if she's happy, there's nothing for her to suspect. So, like, they would, like, take her out for dinners, you know, like, mm. be, like, sexually active with them just to, like, ensure that they were not getting questioned to, like, go out yeah. and um, go be na- little nasties. Mm-hmm. So, it's also, like, really scary because it's just, like, you could be fucking happy in your relationship, but you don't fucking know, like... I get said, like, if you're with a cheater, you're with a cheater. And then uh, there was, like, the reason why we got this book is because we were at the store or whatever. And then I picked up the book and I kind of, like, skimmed through it. And one of the first pages that I read, it was, like, the guy saying that um, how he keeps, like, his lies under control is that he has his wife and his girlfriend. And he takes them both to the same movies, the the same restaurants, uh, just to, like, keep his story straight. Right. And I was like, wow, like... Y'all ain't shit. Like, they are out here making a whole plot, like, a whole storyline. For what? Like, you're over here stressing yourself out. Like, if you have that much energy and put it into your actual relationship, like, I'm pretty sure, like, you would not need a second person. Right. But I feel like these people are just people that need to cheat to feel satisfied in life. 
Mm-hmm. Like a thrill? Yeah. It's not okay, but I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, one of the things that we have on the board, the cheaters communication. I mean, if they have that much integrity, if they have much, and first of all, energy. Because mm-hmm. I'm always thinking, I'm already ready for bed. <laughs> but if they have enough energy to plan this out and think to satisfy two different people at the same time. Yep. Okay, then that that's a problem. You clearly have enough time in your hands. It's not like, oh, I don't know where I just, my feelings fell off. And then, you know, all of a yeah. sudden, my my dick got hard. And then, you know, it just accidentally <laughs> fell in. It just happened. Off. She fell. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just accidentally happened. No, it, it takes time for you to cheat. It takes time for you to focus on that. Like, it just yeah. doesn't happen overnight. I think going back to the thing where um, we talked about how it's like a third world, like a mm-hmm. separate dimension kind of thing, like a yeah. world. I wrote down one of these pages, but it was talking about how these, like there's a group of men that he, this guy, the author knew where he was, they kept a list of all the men or the, all the women they slept with. <laughs> and like, they would compare. Oh my God. Like rating. Yeah. Like actual people. Dead ass did that. I mean, I kept a spreadsheet, but I never like compare with people. I mean, I think it's okay to compare when you're single, but cheating? Not cheating. Fuck. That just blows my mind how people normalize it but so much. Did they share that page with each other? Yeah, they talked mm-hmm. about it. They're comparing. Scott oh, from shit. Delaware. God damn it, Scott <laughs> from Delaware. <laughs> page 25, if y'all read the book. <laughs> okay, and then here's. Uh, one of my like last bullet points on here and it says that there's only three reasons why a cheater would stop and it's literally nothing that you can do because on one of the pages it says that like the wife of a cheater like she she saw that like her husband like like people like watching the people like the strippers or whatever she went into like a class or whatever mm-hmm. and the guy, the girl was like this is never going to work because you're his husband and then on another, like, the guy that they asked, uh, he was just like, it's not that I don't like her. I do. It's just she can't be new. Yeah. And then, uh, so, yeah. And it's really ugly to feel about, like I said, I got my feelings fucking hurt. And it says that the cheaters only stopped for three reasons. And it was um, karma, kids, and their career. And they said that those are the three reasons, like, why a cheater would stop. So, basically, there's nothing you can do. I think karma is real when it comes to cheating. Yeah. I think everything, I'm going to go back to the Bible, everything that's done in the darkness will come to the light. For sure. 100%. I think it all comes around and it's beautiful whenever it does. I hope everyone gets the chance to see someone who cheated on them get cheated on. Because it's a beautiful feeling. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so this is like (laughs) the absolute last bullet point that I want to talk about on my... Shut the fuck up, bitch. (laughs) It was... Go ahead, go ahead. Um... Do you guys think that love is a choice or an emotion? I think it's a choice. You think it's a choice? Mm-hmm. I saw this video one time of the psychologist explaining it this way. They were asking her, can you be in love with one person? No, can you be in love with two people at the same time? Yes. And she was like, no. She's like, you can be into an infatuation with one and then in love with another. She's like, love, it's a commitment. Love is a choice. You decide who you're going to love. But you don't get to twig with your inner feelings. So, like, she, she explained it this way. Like, so there's people that are married and they're in love with their partner because they choose to wake up every morning and work for it. Mm-hmm. But then they get feelings from somebody else. So then it feels like they're loving two people at the same time, but it's not. Mm-hmm. She, like, explained it with, like, feelings like um, the infatuation is like a pregnancy. It goes away. 
Like, you know, you start having sections about this person. You're like, what? You can't control that. Mm-hmm. Love, however, is where you do pick. I'm going to love you every morning. I'm going to choose to love you at night. And I'm going to choose to respect you. So are you in love or do you love? I think it's if you're- love. I think you grow in love mm-hmm. when you decide to love that person. Because, like... Marriage is hard, and some days you're not going to want to... It's not going to be easy to love that person, but you are choosing to love that person, and I think that's what leads into you being in love with that person for the rest of your life. Yes, you can fall in love with a person easily and feel love for them, but is that going to stay alive through your 20 years of marriage or however long your lifetime of marriage? Because somebody gave me that advice whenever... I decided to come out, whatever. One of the one of the advice I will never forget. Somebody told me, well, you can always marry a woman and you'll grow into loving them. And that baffled me because I was like, how am I going to make somebody else go through that? You know, like, yeah. I already know who I am. But what did catch my attention is like, so, because I asked this person, so are you telling me that you every day don't want to be married, but you're still there? No, no. What I'm saying, it's like, so you get to choose who you love. So, you know, to please the Lord, don't love a man. Mm-mm. You know, love love a woman, whatever. And I was like, but that goes against my nature. And that's like, you that's being not... selfish, dragging somebody else, innocently dragging somebody else. Yeah. Or somebody mm-hmm. that's innocent, not you doing it innocently. But somebody who's innocent, you're dragging that person into this whole situation that they did not ask to be a part of. Just because yeah. you are trying to please the Lord or go by society's rights and wrongs of yeah. who you should marry and who you should not marry. Right. I think going off of that, no. going into the whole pleasing somebody else or like, I don't know. One thing that I told the was that I wasn't mad that he didn't choose me, but I was mad that he made me believe that he was going to choose me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. just leading you on. Right. Like you said it, but you acted a completely different way. Yeah. Like you said you wanted to be with me, but I think it was just to stroke his ego mm-hmm. and to like keep me quiet. I only asked that because like with the cheaters, like you literally can choose to like fix your marriage mm-hmm. or do something about it. So it's like, mm, that's like, that's why I asked that. Folks show. For sure. So then why don't they? Some people, like I said, they're not built for it. Forgiveness mm -hmm. is not part of it. Yeah. I think you have to be strong to forgive somebody. I think it's taking the easy way out to... To leave them. If it's the first time and you're just straight up out, that's the easy way. Which I'm not dogging anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you you think that you cannot forgive that person, then by all means, leave them, whatever. But I'm also not mad or criticizing the person who is taking back that cheater... Because we don't know what goes on in their relationship. It's all situational. Yeah. No relationship's the same. And no cheater's the same either. Right. And I'm not saying everybody should take them back or everybody should not take that person back. Yeah. Forgiveness is just a big part of it if you do take them back. Mm -hmm. See, my problem, and I think, because the advice that my friends gave me, they were like, well, you know, what did your heart tell you? My heart don't feel shit right now. (laughs) And so I was just like, because uh, I was going to say, do what, you, what your heart tells you to do. I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I don't want to beat that ass. That's what I want to 
<laughs> the safest thing to do, I think, is just to take your time to decide what you're going to do. Don't do it, like, because right. they're pressuring you to forgive them or they're pressuring you to leave them. Like, just take your time to think thoroughly what you're going to do. And then kick them. I don't know. Any final thoughts? Like I said, the book was eye-opening for me. It changed my opinions on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Still made me mad, but it was good. Does it make you appreciating knowing? No, like I said, if I could go back and redo everything, I wouldn't ask a damn question from anybody. (laughs) I don't want to know any of the details. Yeah. I think it's nice to know that not everybody cheats because they're not happy in their relationship. Yeah. I I actually did appreciate the information like I did. Like I said, it hurt my feelings. I think that's like the second chapter, even though it was boring as hell, it's really not you. Like, if... Right. Like, that that really stuck with me, the whole, like, if the cheater or the person you're with, like, knows that he's, like, already made up his mind. Like, if he needs to cheat, he's going to cheat. Like, that was kind of eye-opening. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like if somebody cheats on you one time and you forgive them and you work through it, then maybe not once a cheater, always a cheater. But I think if it's happened on a series, series of occasions, then that's probably the case. I think it also plays in you might once a cheater always a cheater but it's acting on it right yes wanting like i think all men look at women like i told you guys they're chained to the fence but they can still bark at the passing cars (laughs) you know like they're always gonna think about it because yeah everybody thinks about it like you see a beautiful person like but it's actually acting on it right having the respect for your spouse to not act on it that's I think we talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's what we talked about because I mean my mom always says this. She's like I'm married. I'm not blind. Yeah. So she's like I kind of I can appreciate like a good looking person, which is true. I think it's cheating. Like if it's done anything other than just a thought. Right. I don't think looking at somebody else and being like, damn, like that is an attractive person is cheating. I don't want to hear it while I'm when I'm around. Right. But like sometimes me and my wife will like look at a girl passing by like damn like she's pretty hot but <laughs> if she's just like damn that girl's hot i'm gonna be like uh hello? okay chill out. <laughs> hello remember where you are <laughs> <laughs> pinch mic at church yeah <laughs> i don't know but to, to that that's where that bothers me though because to me the worst is in the mind because the mind is quiet you don't hear what people are thinking are you doing this because in church they said if you're already sinning in your head or if you're already thinking about adultery, you're no. committing adultery? No, no, no. My you're thought... No, they did teach us that. But no, well, the reason why I'm saying is because sometimes they start cheating in their mind by yes. like when they're having sex with you and they think about somebody else. Or when they're doing things to you and they were in their mind thinking there was somebody else. I don't think that's cheating, though. So is, porn, it is, is watching porn cheating? No. I think it depends. For our relationship, it's not. But I think it depends on what boundaries you have set for your relationship. I think if you think watching porn is cheating, I think someone's insecure. A little silly because it's just porn. <laughs> Tony. Tony. <laughs> Why? You had the look on your face. I actually broke up with somebody over porn. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think looking at porn is cheating, but it would bother me to know that when you're with me intimately that you're thinking about somebody else right but if you don't ever know and if they don't ever act on that thought then and what if they accidentally call you a different name then that's i think that'd be different mm-hmm. bottom line cheating's not okay yeah cheating's whatever not okay. circumstance yeah 
but well thank you guys for listening i do appreciate it and if you got your feelings hurt so did we so <laughs> you'll be fine but you know i hope we didn't start any controversials in your marriages or your relationships but be aware that these people do have an agenda and they do think outside of the box so and yeah. if you think they're cheating they are Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing I, I, I... Yeah, if you have that feeling, if you have that doubt, it's most likely because it is. Always look into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to your guts. My gut ain't wrong. My gut is bubbly. She hung over my pants, but she's ain't, she woke. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she stay woke. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. We say bye. 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 Full of brown.